Hello and welcome back to another Sunday. Like, what the hell are we doing? My God. Sunday's a nice day to release. I think it's a nice day. People are chilling out. They're they're probably going to be listening to the podcast more on a Sunday, to be honest. Um, But welcome back to Chat Chish this week. Congrats on all the legends getting their fucking leaving cert results. Do you remember getting yours? Vaguely, yes. I don't feel like I remember much concrete stuff. I remember being really cheeky getting mine. So as you know, I'm usually very early for things. That's always been a thing. And we went to the school and I think I was like a half an hour early um, sitting outside in the car with my mom. I don't think I was like that nervous. I was just like, oh, fuck it. Because I think I, in my head, I'd done a lot worse than I did. And I was, I was just kind of, I'd made peace with it. <laughs> so yeah. kind of, I was like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to Galway next week. Like, great. Um, and I go in and I was like, I'm just going to chance one in early because there seems to be people coming out and it looked like they had envelopes in their hands. So I was like, well, maybe they're giving them out early. Because I think they told us to come in at like nine or something. I think I went in like, I don't know, 20 minutes early and they gave them to me and I was like, oh my God. Ah. And uh, I was, I told my mom, I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'll open them when I come back to the car. My mom didn't give a shite, but anyways, um, walking out to the car, there's like a little like, there's loads of trees out front of our school and I like stood under the tree and like had a sneak peek and I saw there, there was an A1 I could see an A1 in like the fold of the paper and I was like oh my god I was like who's she uh, and then I was like oh maybe we actually did okay and then I went out to the car and it was fine and then I told my ma I was like I actually did have a sneak peek now to be honest that is I, I thought he was just like to my parents obviously like they put in a lot <laughs> on their end dealing with all of us students bullshit but I was like I know I need now to just do this by myself I couldn't have someone watching me open that envelope that'd be too stressful nah I think I just I I added my points wrong I thought I got much lower than I got I think I didn't put you know that like app I don't know if students still have this now with their h's and o's but there was an app that you could get to put in what you got and it would add up the points for you and I think I just like left one of my exams out or something when I was adding them up um so I thought I got to a completely different amount of points for like ages <laughs> I was going around um, telling everyone I got a completely different amount of points <laughs> speaking of the H's honestly being our age is the perfect like um way to establish somebody else's age were we the last set of non-H's and O's no so it would have been two years below us because my sister also got letters that were other than h so it's people who would have been in ty when we were in sixth year who got h's and o's yeah for non-irish people listening you're probably really confused um in ireland for the leaving cert you get like when we were doing it you get like a's one two trees b's one two trees and so on um he's one two trees you can get an a three a two Oh my god, it's such a stupid system. Um, but now they do. I don't even actually know how it works, but they get like H's and O's. It does oh is O's just ordinary level or is O like I think it is ordinary level, and then like there's a corresponding number for how high up the grade is. Why like a H1 is an what A1. difference does it make? I have no idea. The Department of Education have to spend their money on something, it seems. Yeah. But uh they also still convert those into points though, like it's still a point yeah. system. So I'm yeah. like babes this was a little bit change anything yeah but look who are we we're we're merely two podcast hosts with an opinion who are we to judge but yeah congrats to everyone who's like getting the results it seems like 
all around a lot of people did quite well from what I'm seeing yeah I have um a cousin of mine is coming to college in the coming month that is insane to say out loud because I'm like in my head he's still really young still a baby <laughs> I can't wait it's gonna be so exciting to have like a cousin in Dublin to hang out with I'm like I'm gonna pester oh, the living fun. crap out of you yeah I um, know cousins the right age there are, I have two cousins who are like ones after starting first year so I mean she's not far off that's yeah terrifying. eventually um but yeah it's gonna be hilarious he got his results and went straight to the pub and I was like yes well, that's the energy legend I don't know what I did I can't remember I think I just went home and had my lunch I feel like I definitely <laughs> ate some food somewhere in a in a like location you know those subtle manly locations where they like bring you out for a coffee but they're kind of doing it because it's like a little public place you meet everyone oh my god yes cafe continental yeah. anyone from Newbridge listen we have Ina's Cafe in Clemars. If you go into Ina's, you're guaranteed to bump into everyone you know. It's oh just God, a fact. Cute. I love that. <laughs> but if anyone but, has some cops anyway, this week, we are going to be talking about tips for going to college. Yeah, for going to college. Or but also tips yourself. for like generally moving out in some cases. Like even if you don't go to college, you can still, I feel like, use some of these nuggets of wisdom that we're yeah, about especially to Especially if it's like off. you're moving from like, a random county to Dublin like I feel like a lot of them might be quite Dublin specific but there will definitely be some that are for any city definitely so if you know somebody who is like I when when my little sister was going to college I made her this like like a box full of like daft things that was like um I had an emergency nagging in it and like (laughs) like little study things that she might need but also like flashcards with like tips for like nights in written oh God, on them I, or like, I spent loads of effort doing it and I was like this is such a fun idea she I think she like got rid of it within the first week she definitely next that emergency nagging but um I, I love giving advice did, to people yeah I wish someone did that for me that's so cute I hadn't a clue when I was going to college like I had one cousin no one in my family went to college except for one of my cousins but she went like a lot before me like probably 10 years before me and she went to UCD and I, I'm pretty sure she hated it. Uh, oh. So like I didn't have like anyone to tell me like how college works. I did like no one knows how college works till you're actually in it. Like it's so bizarre. Like e- even the library, I, I think even by the end of the four years, I wasn't entirely sure how to use it. Oh, that, that, but that's also a recurring theme in adulthood. You look around, and you think, oh my God, all these people know what they're doing. Yeah. And then they're literally just Googling it like you are. It doesn't yeah, make it's so like, true. It is a really harsh awakening because you do begin to think, oh my God, I'm terrible at doing all these things. You're actually not. Everyone else is terrible too. And also, no one's like, asking for help. It's kind of thrilling though. Like, I do enjoy that sensation of like being completely free and having to figure everything out which I yeah. found college great for I loved that because you just it's not even it doesn't even just happen once at the beginning like there's constantly things happening in college where you're like oh my god shit I figure everything out on my own which if you're like quite independent or love that that's like the best part of college I thought yeah and also like it does you have to do that for the rest of your life yeah like it's great it's fun yeah um, my first thing on the, my list is if you don't get into your dream course just don't stress about it because like if you want to go somewhere you'll find a way to get there without a college course it is so true and or like, with a different combination or whatever you need 
yeah and like obviously it totally depends on which kind of field you're planning on going into but it's just like so bizarre even having to like make that decision when you're 18 like do you know I was thinking like a podcast about this would be very cool do you know when how do I even phrase this like I think about this all the time how can you know I feel for us it was fine like if you want to be an actor or a computer that sort of thing it's something you can experience as a teenager like you can act as a teenager you can build a set as a teenager you can do those things but do you know things where it's like being a lawyer or being a doctor you can't really experience that as unless you watch how to get away with murder <laughs> unless you watch tv shows so do you know there yeah. are people who go into courses where their only real experience of it is a tv show or and obviously they're so dramatized that like I, those are the courses with the massive dropout rates like the ones where it's like the only experience people can have of it pre-college is maybe a week of work experience if they're lucky and fucking criminal minds on Disney Plus. Yeah, I was literally just gonna say watching criminal minds does not mean you should go into criminology. Yeah, so it's just so bizarre that people have to make, you know, a, a decision to do a four-year course when they're 18 with little or no actual experience of what it actually entails. Oh yeah, it is absolutely insane. Like, I don't know. I honestly think that one year PLCs or whatever should be almost mandatory if you're going to go off and spend however much money on a four-year degree because you're not going to know if you like it if I did a one-year course this is like so true if I did a one-year course in drama before I did my degree I wouldn't have did my degree like I totally yeah. would have did something different um not that I didn't like it I I loved college I absolutely loved it but I would have did a different course mm. <laughs> and why would it have been law because you want to be on criminal life Oh my god, I would never do law. <laughs> Fucking hell! Imagine me um, trying to now. I'd be great at like the arguing, elbowing, everything else, like the paperwork and shit. I just would not be able. For Wait, it. actually, excuse me. Have you you haven't seen Legally Blonde yet? Have you? No, is that I've, still on your... I've never my... seen Legally Blonde. So this is it. So I'm not. I'm not break. into. Um, I'm not really into like legal or medical dramas. But Which, this is not a legal drama. It oh, is I know, a coming I, of age girl boss story. I would love, I know I would love that. But you know, like other shows like fucking Grey's Anatomy and stuff. There's people who watch that loads. And I that's, bet you, that is the closest thing that they have to mass. That's probably what they, what sent them into nursing, do you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> now they're cleaning bums for a living. They the thought nurses. they were going to get Mac Dreamy or whatever he's called, Dr. Dreamy, but now they just... <laughs> what they bums. actually have is your man on RTE who goes, no, happy birthday, up the nurses. Yeah, a legend. <laughs> um, I have like a little bit of a, a cheeky wreck to come in here on this point, actually. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Have you ever seen Accepted? No, what's that? It's like one of those early noughties movies that I feel like looking back it's probably aged badly I meant to watch it this week to check and see was it hashtag problematic but I can't remember it being really bad but me and my sister used to watch it as one of those like um guilty pleasure sort of movies where you just like watch something you've already watched loads of times because you like it so it's it follows Justin Long who straight up looks way too old to be like playing a student trying to get into college but we'll leave that to one side but it's like he has a lot of pressure on him from his parents to get into this specific college and not only does he not get into that college he doesn't get into any college so instead of like coming out and facing that fact he makes a fake college and makes a fake acceptance letter (laughs) and hires a guy to be the dean of the college to meet with his parents and he's like this will get them off my back 
But basically what happens is he accidentally sets up a fake college where the students are the teachers and they're teaching each other their skills. Oh my God. Um, it's really, it's like, it's just one of those things that I was like, it's such easy watching and it's nice. It's like one of those sunny, summery films that you, it's nice to watch around this time of year when the sun is leaving us and being like, no thanks. I've never um, heard of it. Where did you, can you watch it on like Netflix? No, I genuinely used to rent this on DVD. That's how old it is. I think oh. it was made in 2006, but it's like Justin Long is the main character. Blake Lively's in it. Oh, um, it, very early Jonah Hill is in it. Oh, it's it's pretty chaotic in terms of the cast, but it's really it's just something fun. I was like, it's kind of different to what kind of our normal recommendations in terms of like, it's not really that popular or yeah. current. But I definitely recommend it if you, especially if you've ever had anxiety about, like it is one of those films that is made for people who have stress dreams about the leaving cert results. One hundred percent, still do. Yeah, and it's, it's really fun. Traumatic. Like, it, it is it's actually we've experienced things not gonna lie I'm very jealous of COVID teens who who didn't have to sit exams yeah <laughs> like Stop. obviously awful that you're turning 18 in a pandemic but like guys you, you don't know the real leaving cert you don't oh, every know every single one of every single one of the nerds is crying out for their continuous assessment I would have did well with this COVID system I think a lot of my teachers quite liked me and I did really well in I'm I'm one of those people who's terrible in exams but very good at like continuous shite yeah I can't do exams I stress I had a full-blown panic attack in English paper one like even you saying English paper one just get me, <laughs> me chills. I was like oh god no but it's so it is actually tragic isn't it like it can be your best subject the whole way through school and then you're worst in the exams which is yeah, what happened it is English is my worst was my worst leaving cert result and it was my best subject the whole way through ridiculous oh yeah okay now we have to move on from the leaving cert before I actually come out in before we give ourselves nightmares <laughs> um I have like a weird one that's kind of I suppose it's it's kind of timely but also I don't know I don't know we'll see what you think as well like I feel like you have to learn that it's okay to grow apart from your friends from home but like do obviously make the time to like call one another and see one another but like your friendships are going to change so much because part of the reason your friends with your friends from home is that you see each other so often but if you like still look after those friendships you don't necessarily need to see them every single day for them to be really successful like I have great friends from home that I might not talk to in months on end but the second we meet up it's like nothing's changed so like I think you have to remember that the friends that are really your true friends will stick about no matter what and that'll just be the fact yeah and it won't require effort like you're gonna lose a ton of friends going to college but like you're not gonna miss them like you're you're definitely just not gonna miss them like because it's you'll realize very quickly that it was yeah it was a proximity thing it was just because you saw them every day but then yeah so true like example Kelly and Megan who you met Halpins who I know listen hello girls they they moved to a different country for years and like I would talk to them every so often but like we're still like besties you know Mm. like your your best friends will always like keep in touch in one way or another so I wouldn't stress about it because I think a lot of people do stress about that oh totally first few weeks they're like oh like you know torn between especially if you're living at home still you'd be torn between doing things with your new college friends and going home to do things it's like well you're going to be around your college friends in quite close proximity for the next four years so maybe prioritize them a little bit so that you do have some 
yeah get yourself a couple of new friends but like yeah your old friends who are really your friends will stick around even if you've a busy six months do you know what I mean yeah um yeah that's something I learned like I suppose not the hard way I don't think I was really stressing about it I know that other people like become incredibly stressed about the thought of losing Mm -hmm. their friends or anything like that but you actually don't as long as you as long as you're the friends you want to keep also you can make new college friends quite quickly in this is a tip in itself so once you get your college course once you're happy once you've locked it in go tweet it I don't care if it it feels a bit embarrassing go tweet what course you got into in what what college (laughs) or put it on whatever social medias you're on put it on TikTok I don't know 18 year olds now what what you do but post it wherever it feels relevant to you because someone will reply to you and tell you that they're in your course because literally two minutes after I posted what my course was Porrick McLean tweeted me and was like oh my god hey course mate or something like that and then then I had a friend already going in which was really cool because then we went about setting up like a Facebook group and and shared onto like find I don't know if Facebook's still relevant now but I hope it is because it made, made everything very easy um yeah, especially in for, terms of college things like you could post something in a group or whatever rather than like I feel like Instagram isn't fit for that it's not and like especially for like wider college like I remember before we were starting literally straight after you got your college place there was groups that would go up and I remember for us it was like Trinity College Freshers 2014 and you join that group and then you would find ultimately like people who are doing your course or if your course itself had a separate group you would find it even before Freshers Week and then you would like I, I remember in our one do you remember this where people everyone was asked to like introduce themselves and everyone made like a little google doc or something with like their favorite band or like it, it actually is so the cringiest thing ever for a quiz there a while ago we all went back and like pulled quotes from them and used them as questions but like it was very cute at the time and like it actually you could tell like I remember reading them and thinking oh my god everyone's so cool as like these are so different to the people I went to school with everyone's so cool I remember being like amazed and like really trying to think of how I could like come across like a certain type of cool person that I thought everyone else was but like god it was it was so stressful trying to be like liked by a brand new group of people I was my, like oh my god I need if to you read right my song. one nothing's changed I would still answer oh, every I single think, one of those the same I way. think mine was I completely changed as a person I, I think but I also don't know if that's like from necessarily from college or like actually after I think I've become quite a different person after college and sometimes I get very stressed out that like college me is still like out there on the internet and in people's memories I'm like oh sometimes I'm a very different person now like that is a like I don't know her <laughs> that's so funny what about like, I don't wear moving... burgundy anymore well, I swear burgundy was very 2014 you know so all so guilty. 2014 for people who have to move for college you moved have you any yeah. like tips for like what to buy in the oh my god there's a cat out my window um have you any tips for like what sort is like what's a staple in a student weekly shop when you've never cooked for yourself before and like never had to do a weekly shop um stir a good stir fry is essential because you can get rid of every piece of veg in the fridge and feel healthy mm-hmm. um <laughs> that's just walked in I feel <laughs> so alarmed come here get your shit and leave you, you get a cat walking or I get a cat walking and you get mad <laughs> yeah this man is way taller than a cat <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, no, stir fries are always great. A good pasta sauce is very easy to make. Yeah. Do not go for Don Mio. Just go to a shop that sells Italian food and pick uh, one sauce if, and you're sorted. If you're clueless and broke, though, Don Mio is fine. It's fine. Mm, I think you'd actually find cheaper options than Don Mio everywhere. Um, then also, what I'm finding actually as an adult is really interesting. T- cooking TikTok. Oh, yeah. I found some really great, really simple noodle recipes with like you bring you buy yourself like a little pack of instant ramen or something. But also then you like crack an egg and you put soy sauce and you put garlic and stuff in a pan and make yourself rather than just eating noodles with a little like basically a sachet of of chicken flavored salt. Sachet of sadness. It really is a sachet of sadness. If instead of that, just like put the tiniest bit of effort into it. It takes nearly the same amount of time. Yeah, it's, it's, and I would argue nearly quicker because mm. you don't I'd have to also, wait for it to cool down quite as much when you do those sort of recipes. I would definitely say as well, do a little like come dine with me vibe with your housemates, but le- instead of just like sitting back and letting them cook for you, learn each other's recipes. Yeah, very clever. That's how I got a lot of good recipes in college. Um, I lived with people from loads of different countries, so I le- learned about Italian food. I learned about Indian food and it's so much easier to make than you think. And it's fun. It's a good way to bond with your housemates. I remember going to your house in first year in halls and you cooked me lemon chicken stir fry. And I literally thought it was the most exotic, delicious thing I'd ever had. And do you know what? <laughs> the only reason I knew how to cook that was it was on my junior cert home ec. That's so yeah. funny. Honestly, those recipes serve you well if you're good at them. That's gas. Yeah, I remember. I remember like fully going home being like, that was so tasty. I want to be but able But it's to make that. just in, you were making a stir fry, but instead of like putting loads of salt or whatever on the chicken, just squeeze a lemon and leave it in for half an hour. So good. Lemon soaks everything up. It or chicken soaks everything up, and lemon is a good thing to soak. Yeah, it was proper tasty. Um, uh, also, also aromat makes everything better. That's a that's a bad trade secret, but do it anyways. I only learned that in the past year. Aromat is a off you wasn't that it? You is put the on secret like wedges sauce. or something oh it's so good it it's like so obviously good. you shouldn't put it in your body because it's neon yellow but do it anyway Lisa also um mentioned earlier a good point where you should always buy the big toilet roll and not the small one yeah a four pack of toilet paper is actually not going to get you anywhere just buy the nine or or go all out and buy a big dirty massive one just, I've never been a four toilet paper kind of girl. I don't get why yeah. you would only buy four. That makes, even when I was in college, that would have never made sense to me. Where's the logic? Where's the logic? Like, you don't want to be sitting on the toilet with no toilet paper, which is going to happen that... if you get the four. Also, if when you buy the pack of toilet paper, especially if you're like sharing a space or a toilet or whatever, hide two rolls of toilet paper. I do and that hide as well. Them in separate places because you just you are always going to need them and you're always going to be stuck if you don't look after number one also make sure that you don't become the person who buys the toilet paper like if if you end up being the person buying the toilet paper every week say it to the rest of the people you live with and be like guys come on buy yeah, some toilet paper up. it's not my ship up or ship out yeah um actually that need leads quite nicely on to money management like Obviously, it's going to take time to get your head around it, but do try to start early. Like even just understanding roughly how much a weekly shop costs will save you a lot of like 
brain upset and like make sure you do balance your essentials with your crack because like yes. if you're going out for fun all the time and you're eating out for fun all the time you're actually just going to become incredibly stressed yeah. eventually because you can't pay for all the essential little bits and also um a piece of advice that came in and I was like yeah this is so true if you can in any way at all like literally at all just avoid getting an overdraft it just sets you up for yes. failure oh um, because you get so used to feeling that like constant anxiety of having a negative number in your bank account and I know people are really like into like memes on Twitter of being like look at my bank account and it's like 17 cents yeah that's not but cute like that's, that's so stressful it's also just like you need like obviously like some people it's very it's coming from a, a place of privilege that like I was able to do little part-time jobs and stuff when, when I was in college and I worked full-time every summer and whatever but like god the anxiety I see when I saw it, when I see those 17 cents I'm like oh girlies but also I find I when people do that I find it so annoying because it's just like that's that's not funny and cute or laughable like that's really stressful for some people like you, yeah if, if you're making was, a meme out of it it's uh, you can also yeah. be stressed and make a meme out of something but god money money management unfortunately we live in a capitalist society and it does matter I found when I was in first year obviously we're very cashless now but when I was in first year I used to take out cash for what I what I was like allowing myself to spend for the week and I, I don't know maybe that doesn't suit a lot of people but I found that for me in first year anyway it was very like good way of keeping track of what I was spending because like when it also, was gone it was gone and you can see it in your hands like a good one as well. made, made far more sensitive that way but like Revolut now obviously exists yeah I was gonna say Revolut is the can, cash for the 18 year olds yeah you can separate your money into like whatever you know you're spending your vaults etc um, my cousin gave me a great bit of advice that she was like every week put away a set amount or try your best to put away a set amount um, because there is a point in college where things kind of get stressful money wise for tickets for stuff so like for us specifically yes. we went to Trinity so like Trinity Ball is a massive expense at the end of the year I think it's like 80 euro or 80 something euro. for a ticket but if you're putting away a fiver each week you're sorted do you know what I mean yeah. by the time it hits that time of year you actually don't have to stress about it um, I think she did it with physical cash. She would like take out a fiver and hide it in her hall's bedroom every year for her first year. But it just does train your brain to be like, I need to put that away because I don't want to be stressed out in whatever month that I have to afford this ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like just generally for like balls and stuff, you want to go out and you want to have fun. So like you might as well just like put your little bits away for it and have your little session nest egg. Yeah. And like, if you can really, really do try save for those things. Cause like, realistically when in life are you ever going to get to go to like balls again or like parties Stop. on trains and, and stuff like the events that happen in college you're never going to get to do them again like as grim as that sounds like you're never going to have those experiences again so tr- like try save and try do as much as you can because like, I, I wish trains. I did more you know, like, yeah oh I definitely you'll you'll actually only regret like you'll regret events that you didn't go to like I still look back and I'm like oh my god I should have gone to the mystery tour in our final year for players and I was like that is such a niche desire yeah I was just like at the time I thought I couldn't afford it but like realistically I probably could have if I budgeted better yeah instead of like you you won't remember like eating a fancy fucking salad that costs seven euro but like tickets for things they they really do try and keep them affordable for students in in cases of societies and stuff so like spending 25 quid on a ticket for something might seem quite expensive but like you know you might get a huge experience out of it 
also I was going to say one of my tips is to find as many free events as you can yes like so freshers week whatever you're going to join a lot of societies half and you're never going to go to but keep an eye on their Facebook pages and if they're going to run an event that has free food free drink free whatever go to it say say you're going on a night out with your friends and you don't have enough money for alcohol go to a free college event you're going to get two cans realistically especially if you're in trinity there's probably going to be another event somewhere else on campus go there get the free drink you might make a few new friends as well like yeah just use the events to your advantage you know like i remember going to an event in the field I don't know I've no idea what it was for don't know who was running it but I heard I heard there was gonna be free Nando's at it so I went and I got free Nando's that is like (laughs) Like, but also like you can follow all those on social media and they post like when they're doing free events certain societies will have like a certain night of the week that they do things and almost all of them have free food and drink or even it's just like snacks of some sort so like just go because you never know who you're gonna get talking to either or you never know what you might enjoy that's what I found Mm. I am I went to like one or two field debates. Actually, I think that was my first society event with you. I, I have this written down as well. My first like college daytime event was a comedy debate with you, Lorna, Horik, I think Ben. Yes, and, and we took a selfie in the GMB. I still remember that. Yeah, and that was like my first like, yeah, first debate in my life. Which yeah. was so fun. It was like UCD versus Trinity. Was it like, which college is better basically it was a, sti- like yeah, a silly was one like, a comedy one but it was so fun it's also really funny because at the time I was like oh my god this is such a cool idea but like oh I don't I don't want to join this society and I I don't think I want to go into debate which is a totally fair thing but then later on in college I went back and I did like one of the failed comedy debates and I was like yeah, yeah. oh my god I did it yes. actually when when I was in third year of college and because I had really like I basically did it because so I knew someone on the film committee and made a joke about it when I was with them and they signed me up for it because no one funny. wanted to do the comedy debates because no one on the film is funny no I take that back some of them are <laughs> no hilarious. she doesn't take that back because it's true <laughs> but um but I I just signed up for it and I was absolutely bricking it yeah but I did it and I I actually barely knew anyone who was there to be honest because I told people to come, but everyone was like, didn't really believe me that I was going to do it. Oh my God. Um, did it, but they have like some sort of, I didn't know this until way after. I did it and I was really proud of myself for doing it because I was like, this is something I, I pretty much wanted to do for ages now. And yeah. now I've just like crossed it off my bucket list of like some society thing that I did. Um, so funny as well. People don't believe me that I did one until they like fill people who are a couple of years younger than me who didn't yeah. know me when I was in college. Literally don't believe me that I did it. But I mean, like their big Tommy book of like people who've signed off that they did a debate. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, go, go, thank you. Oh my um, God. I'm so scared of that society. Like I'm still scared of that society. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a cult, but also like, like ultimately to every single college society is a bit of a cult if you're not in it. 100%. But, but it does come across as intimidating to go and join but literally just try it and see you don't have to stick around there's no like commitment really and you will meet new people but also, also they, they run like I'm assuming all the colleges that have debate and societies have this they run a thing called maidens where like I signed up for to it in first and second year and then I chickened out but I should have went because I don't know how like debates work. I still don't know how they work. Yeah, like, the rules the bells and, and stuff. The bell and like who who talks when and when you're allowed to like put in and stuff. 
but I'm assuming they teach you that in that maidens thing so like if it's something that you're sort of thinking about doing just fucking go like I regret so much not going because it's something that I think like I would really enjoy and maybe be good at but I've never done it and yeah when can I do it now you know like college is the best place to do it just like try it if you if you think you're going to enjoy something but you're just being a bit of a chick about it just fucking go like 100% I would also say and now this this sounds a bit like live laugh love of me but join a new society and commit yourself to it every single year um because you know you'll never know like you can still keep up whatever ones you've been doing before but trying one new thing will actually could completely like derail your college experience into a completely different zone like um I joined the radio station and honestly I would not be able to podcast if I just I had to get over the fact that I don't like my own voice very fast because like (laughs) you'd just be doing radio shows all the time and you'd learn about like radio equipment and they were just great for like the session and stuff and it was people who I'm like still friendly with and stuff who have completely different courses to me like in some cases like obviously you'll you join something like the drama society and you expect like a couple of drama students to become your friends, which is what happens. There's no one in, in a college. There's not many people studying some of the society things. So it means that they're actually there because they want to try it and they're passionate about it, which is actually great. But I would also say you do not have to wait till the start of a new year to join these things. I came back after Christmas in first year and I kind of realized that I wasn't doing first year right. I felt like, So I was like, I'm not dedicating myself enough to the kind of things that I want to actually be doing. I'm actually just faffing around halls, trying to make friends and people trying to get people to like me. So I completely just did different things altogether. I joined societies and I went like I literally just jumped into them with like loads of gusto. And it was so much nicer than sitting at home. (laughs) I was the exact same. I, I commuted in first year until after Christmas and like I mean, I knew the whole time that I wasn't getting the full experience. Like I was like, this is shit because like anyone from Kildare will know the last train is 11 o'clock and it's at Houston station. So you kind of have to leave college at 10. So I missed out on like everything. And I just remember having a proper like breakdown at Christmas because I was like, I was like, I can't afford it. I just have to be very, very tight with money. But I just sort of made the decision that like it was worth worth having to be tight. And it was like you you just make it work, like you figure things out. Um, and like definitely if you can like get a part-time job. Like I remember I worked at home in a theater and then I also got like a little job on campus in the Beckett, which was like, mm. you know, you're not making a ton of money, but like 20 euro here and there actually goes quite a long way. If you like if you're just using it for the week for like some cans or maybe a bit of public transport yeah it does all add up yeah. as well like it adds up but it's tough if you if you can and if you think like it's gonna be tight just absolutely move like you're not gonna regret it you'll figure it out you'll figure it out later don't don't stress like you will figure it out um I definitely I I, I had to move like I was over three oh, yeah. hours away from the college <laughs> and stuff but you it, it's it's a bit it's a big shock like not being able to go home and stuff like it is like a whole different situation and I know that so many people get incredibly homesick and it's usually the people you don't think I thought I'd be way more homesick than I was to be honest um and I think a lot of people thought I would be homesick as well my mom um and I wasn't as homesick as I thought but I definitely had little ways to combat that so like um 
I picked up, you know, I think almost every college does some sort of an SU diary thing that they kind of hand out either for free or on the cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a way for like keeping track of deadlines. I used to pick up one of those every year and write down one thing that I enjoyed doing every day. Cute. It it becomes this sort of a reminder that you should do something every day that's that 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 makes you excited or is just something that you enjoyed. And it could actually just be like having a coffee with someone you like, or it could just be going for a walk or something small that you want to remember or that you enjoyed doing. But it really does combat homesickness because you are forcing yourself on those days where you're really like feeling like crap to go out and do something like there was one day when um me and Kalina were living together in second year of college and you and Amy were gone for the weekend and it was just really quiet and both of us were a bit like homesick I think that we couldn't go home but we went off looking for trad music in the area because we were <laughs> I like, remember we were you like, telling we'll me about this. And we'll you went to McSorley's, wasn't it? Yeah, and we'll just go and bring home to us. And it was so funny because we were like so adamant that the trad was going to like make us feel better. Aww. It really didn't because it was real Dublin trad and there was a bloody guitar in the middle of it. And we were like, <sighs> this isn't real Ireland. And we were just like... We're really from west of the Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> but it is so funny uh, to think about like all those little things like you when you write it down as well you remember it better but like just in general you're going to become a diary person or you should like get yourself hold yourself to account write your deadlines in there write the contact info for like every single lecture you have just in case and get into the habit of checking your emails every single day maybe even like twice or three times a day because like you need to you're not going to stay on top of you shit Mm -hmm. and also don't buy your books Oh my God, I have that written down as well. I did that in first year. Now I didn't buy all of them, but the first week of college, I remember talking to some of the second years of our course. And I was like, because when, you, when you're in college, if you haven't started yet, you might know this, but you get like a reading list and then you get like a suggested reading list. So there's like the things you have to read and then the things that like would help. And I remember asking some of the second years being like, do we actually have to read all this? Like, because I'm like a bit of a slow reader and I remember the first week they they make you jump in the deep end like we had so much reading that first week and you know proper academic stuff that I don't know we'd never touched in our lives before I remember thinking there's no way they could want us to read all this and then going to the library trying to figure out how to use the library then once I had figured it out realizing that none of the books were there because other people had done it first I was like well how the fuck am I meant to do this so I went home and like bought the books on Amazon but you only need them for one module and then you're probably never going to use them again so just totally. like wait until you wait until you can get from the library or our course did a very and talk to other people other courses didn't do this which is bizarre no, to me which is really, really lost, which is terrifying <laughs> but be the person who sets up a google drive in your course group chat or make sure someone does it and then you can I don't know our course is very small so maybe it doesn't work for everyone but just put everything in Google Drive like get people to scan up the readings every week and just upload them so everyone has access to them because like I don't know for drama anyway there was like two of every book in the library so like very hard to get it and I don't know I don't think I ever got it no, <laughs> I don't think I, I ever was it. the person the Google the Drive books. was a godsend because we all we like people would be like oh I I have that on order in the library and they'd scan the 20 pages we had to read or whatever <clears throat> post yeah. them to everyone and you're like this is a godsend sometimes you didn't have because 
you might be later down on the book list. There are some mm-hmm. days you could just not go into college and do your reading from home because someone else would have been sound yeah. or like done something nice for you. Also so funny, I remember that Google Drive was like full of academic stuff, but this was also the time that Lemonade by Beyonce came out. So it was like all these academic things and a folder called Lemonade where we had pirated a single copy of <laughs> Lemonade. For everyone to watch. To listen, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was very good. Oh my gosh, that's so funny, so true. And then, like, if there was ever like pictures that needed to be shared and stuff, some of the pictures went in as well. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like get set up a Google Drive. It is so handy. And like, I don't know, I I never hear of other courses doing that. And I'm like, how did you survive? How did you actually get the readings done? Well, maybe they didn't. <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> I have I a weird. I think it's a hot take, but maybe it's not. I think that mandatory attendance for our degree was an absolute blessing because it got you into a habit of showing up for all your classes unless you were really, really in, like you were sick or you just could not do it. So once, like you'll notice this in college, if you don't have to be there, you are fine for like the first couple of weeks and then you take your foot off the pedal Um, but like the second you start to relax on your own standards it's become so hard to go back and like keep attending everything um obviously it kind of varies course to course but so much of our course you you all of our course you have to be there yeah you really did have to be in the room um but also if you get the opportunity on it yeah Go to other people's lectures. If you're talking to someone who's in a completely different course to you and you're like, oh my God, that module sounds so interesting. If there's like a hundred people in a lecture hall, they won't notice if you pop in and like have a nosy. Cause like I went to like law lectures to classic lectures just to like get a feel for like what you everyone else is doing. just walk in. No one's going to question yeah. it. So if you want to do it, do it. Like that's, yeah. that's the funniest thing about college. Anyone off the street can walk in. And just sit down. And do the entire course for some courses maybe without the seminars and just not get the paper at the end like you could you could go to every single law lecture in Trinity I, re- I reckon oh yeah not not the seminars or the tutorials etc but you could you do every become single a lawyer, law lecture you could, you could be nosy about it you could you could know the ins and outs of the law without the degree like people I don't know why people more people don't just don't take advantage of that it's so funny to me the more I think about that I also think with the Mandatory attendance, uh, mandatory attendance, blessing and a curse, though. Like, yeah, there's times where you just don't want to go in, where you're just having a shit mental health day, or just you're you're a little bit sick, but you're maybe not. I mean, now we live in a different world where even like a slight cough yeah. means that you shouldn't go anywhere. But like when we were in college, obviously, you were just sort of expected to go in if you were semi sick, uh, yeah. which is a bit of a nightmare. Like, because I know for us, you to email the class teacher then you have to email like the head of school or whatever you have to email more than one person just to be like I'm sick I'm not coming in and I remember once I did get a bit of a snotty email back and I was just oh. like oh well I guess I always have to go in and that just sort of turned me off so I think yeah it's a bit of a dodgy one yeah I definitely think I I would not have have um learned as much if I didn't have to be there all the time like being yeah. in the room did change my college experience but yeah I totally understand as well especially if you're just like if you're sick and stuff I because it was such a rigmarole when you're sick I actually never bothered and I just took the penalty because you if you miss like it I was like a certain year. portion of each if you kept if you missed a certain percentage of class you could miss like, one I think yeah not not be 
not lose an awful lot of percent. But if you miss two, I think then it's when it starts to go down. There was a class in second year that I just like didn't go at half the time. <laughs> I would just not go. <laughs> um, I have a bit of a, a, I don't know if it's if it's left field or maybe I'm just getting old and this is showing my age, but lecturers are people too. Some of them. <laughs> Some of them are robots. <laughs> like obviously you're paying for like a good education stuff so you can hold them to account and stuff but like everyone does have shit days even the people teaching you and like it's it's weird because I think people who are like secondary school teachers like often do a better job of just hiding any sort of emotion or any sort of anything but some people who are teaching you are like PhD students or whatever and they're also studying and they could also be really stressed or whatever Mm. but um I don't know you haven't seen this but the chair on Netflix is a really good example of like giving you a bit of an insight into like kind of college drama I suppose um mm. I thought oh god I was like okay so like mm, yeah Sandra O's in it I'll probably watch it <laughs> give it a go <laughs> um but it was so good I finished it in two sittings I was obsessed it's so dramatic I didn't think that like a drama about college lectures would be that dramatic but it's like set in this very um like well-renowned English department where Sandra O's character has just become the first woman of color chair of the whole department um and it's basically about cancel culture and like that within a university setting um now cancel culture another fucking thing you're gonna have to deal with in college everyone wants to cancel everyone all the time Um, which is sometimes totally warranted and other times just totally exhausting but um, get on to that (laughs) there's it's so I don't think you think this is much of a spoiler there's like this guy in her department who's kind of close in age to her and he used to be the chair of the department but he's going through a quite a tough time and he gets videoed doing something problematic and it's kind of the the outfall of that both personally for like the lecturers but kind of from a college standpoint too so it's really really good it's only six episodes is it a student who gets videoed or is teacher the teacher the like lecturer um and it just goes it's really spicy I thought oh yeah it's just going to be like me ticking away watching this in the background I literally had to stop everything I was shouting at the telly it was great I loved it oh my god definitely a little a little spice yeah, Shall what were you saying about cancelling? <laughs> oh my god, it just happens all the time, doesn't it? Like you, you always hear things in college about people being cancelled, and like I don't know, a lot of rumors. I, There's I, especially Trinity. Trinity, if you're going to Trinity, just <laughs> like you hear of people being cancelled all the time. There is some people who definitely like warrant hundred percent being being cancelled, and they're terrible people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But. There's nothing that deserves cancellation more than student journalism itself. Too true, Lisa. Too they just true. like the the kind of people who are really like nosy and involved in stuff like yeah, student journalism and the SU. There's so many great people who are involved in those organizations, don't get me wrong. And like some of them are doing really, really great work. But sometimes it is just like um people pissing into the wind and, and screaming about cancelling people. So like obviously do get involved with your SU and like keep up to date with like what's going on in your college but also you don't have to personally get involved in everything 
also if you feel like certain societies or like the SU feels a bit toxic and weird and you don't want anything to do with it don't you're you're dead right if you get the bad if you get the ick the ick is you're not the only person who knows that this is not right like if you've heard things about people involved in something it just makes you uncomfortable being there just don't don't be there don't put yourself in it like yeah you don't have to the SU when we were in college was just pure dirt I think I remember like being told that there was a, a guy who was a little bit dodgy but he would get me somewhere down the line by someone who was only a year older than me in college and I was like so you're telling me I should stay friends with this guy who creeps me out and is really dodgy so that I might get an opportunity to do something in a society down the line and people will actually say stuff like that to you if they're really like social climbing and stuff mm-hmm. so like just avoid people who are only there to like climb a social ladder like just run away oh my away. god absolutely dodge social climbing it's, people it's also college. very easy to get involved with that it's very when you're in too. yeah it's so and, and you don't really realize how toxic it is but like so many people are so friendly and everyone is looking for nice friends but the second you realize a friendship you're in or a relationship you're in or anything like that is a bit toxic you don't have to fix it see like when you're when you come from like a town outside of Dublin especially every sort of minor drama has to be fully resolved and closed off because you're going to have to see those people all the time you don't have to see these people ever again like there's people who I was really good friends with in college who I realized were like toxic or whatever cut them out and I've never spoke to them or seen them again because like yeah. it's a massive place you do, I feel like, like you, in, in like Trinity as well it's like it's a very big thing like I think people are very social climbing and like yeah it's such it's such a bubble like even looking on Twitter now and because I follow some people who are a bit younger than me or who are still finishing college they're still very much in the bubble and it's just like it's weird it's very weird to look at from the outside like it is such a little like weird social climbing okay. bubble it's yeah, strange one. I, but, I, that other colleges maybe don't have to the same extent. So, if but you'll going always there, get like um, you'll get people social climbing in societies. I think more in some other spaces, or like <laughs> this sounds so ridiculous. I was talking to a friend of mine this week who went to college in Mary I, which is obviously a totally different experience the college experience I had, and she was talking to me about this particular guy who plays for he played county ga and he literally was this person who thought that he was a celebrity and like girls would vie for his attention a little bit because he was just such a big deal i was like god that is such a different element to the college experience but no matter where you are there are people who are going to want to be part of this like social hierarchy Mm. and obviously if you want to do that fair enough but just know that it's a full-time job trying to fit into a mold that you might not not necessarily even want to fit into it might just feel like a pressure that you have to also like like financially it's it's very difficult like the people who tend to be very wrapped up in this are people with a lot of money like one of the things I've written down is like don't don't feel like you're missing a trick if you can't afford to do the things that some of your friends can afford all the time because yeah you're not missing a trick they're literally just wealthy like you don't have to work another job like you don't have to do this that, and the other they're literally people who who are wealthy and like their parents can give them money to do things which is fine great for them but like just don't feel like you're doing something wrong by not being able to do that 
there's also like something to be said for like you might not even necessarily you'll make friends with loads of people when you go to college but you might not necessarily know which ones are wealthy and which ones aren't yes because like people do hide things from you in college I think I definitely came from a small town where everyone knew everyone's business all the time yeah, so like I, I I was I still don't know some people's like whether or not they have siblings like I'm yeah. that bad with some of my close friends because people do keep stuff for themselves so it is like a different it's a totally different experience when it comes to like friendship because people I was so shocked people were like would sit down with me the first week I met them and tell me the intimate details of their sex life but I would <laughs> not know whether or not they lived at home or did they have a sibling like I didn't know yeah I was like this is so odd but you get used to it yeah it's it's just it's such a different um a, a different world like there's people from very very different backgrounds to you like financially and like it, it takes a a lot of getting used to I found like it's very overwhelming at first but you just sort of like you get on with it you just just be aware of it don't get like pissed off about it also kind of speaking of that kind of judgy thing and like doing your own thing and whatever I think if you want to drink do but if you don't want to drink you don't have to and if you just want to drink a little bit you can drink at your own pace I think a lot of people put a lot of pressure especially on freshers and I feel like it would be way worse now post-covid to Mm. drink a lot and like go out and have a good time constantly but if people are judging you because you do or don't drink enough or whatever it's a reflection on them and it's not a reflection on you and if you want to look like you're having a drink of alcohol, you can very easily fake it. Just have a Coke or a ginger ale or a 7-Up and like other people are stupid and will just assume that you're drinking alcohol. Yeah, they'll but, all like, be like so like drunk that they like don't know what you're doing. But also, yeah. it, it, I feel like some of that falls on the college as well. I feel like definitely when we were college, I hope I hope it's changed now, but like just everything did revolve around drinking. Like there was very little nighttime events that weren't alcohol-based. I can't yeah. think of one off the top of my head like obviously you have the option to not drink but a lot of them revolve around it or like involve like games or some kind of thing like whereas or have a drinks the, reception a drinks reception yeah and you do just feel like a little bit awkward if you're just standing there um, yeah yeah but like also one. yeah I think it's getting better with it do you know what I mean I think yeah when we were in fourth year it was definitely a lot better than it was when we were in first year oh yeah oh my god it was like a different college yeah even to like have the option like I think a lot of the stuff I went to in college for the most part didn't even offer a non-alcoholic drink as an option at events whereas I think towards the end of college there was yeah I remember there being like lemonades and stuff being offered but uh, then on campus I've a, a tip you use your campus as much as you can especially yeah. if you're in trinity you the gym is included in your fees which is stupid for people who don't ever want to use the gym but you're paying for it anyway there and there's is a, a swimming pool there is the nicest swimming pool in the entire of dublin in that college it is huge it's never busy so go use it the gym itself really nice really up to date there's a fucking climbing wall there's a room with trampolines in it like you can do fencing there's so much mad shit that you can get involved in in that building so go down and like you can ask the people on the reception for a tour of the building I think you can uh, they do them all the time in Freshers Week I think you can literally just ask to ask like where do things happen because I did that when I was in like second year because I couldn't remember and uh, just ask for a tour ask like because I think when you walk into especially a building that size and you don't know where things are you feel a bit like an awkward thumb 
you're just like where do I where's the locker room where's asking for help really does go a long way like even in stuff like the library yeah somebody had a great tweet response to our call out being like befriend the librarian oh my god yeah I was like that is hilarious (laughs) the ones in our college though were a bit scary like they didn't want to talk yeah Yeah. (laughs) my sister went to UL and she ended up even getting a job in the library Oh like my God, gas. Now, she wasn't like going around being besties with anyone, but they had like this like change of stock stuff. And she was like, it was the handiest job ever because you'd be in the library anyways because you'd have gone into study or whatever. So it didn't feel like a commute to work. And then it was a really easy job and you got to know people in the library. I was like, that, is, that is very good. Very good. I'm clever. hot for that. Also, like the other parts of your campus, like the doctors, I only went to the doctor yes. on campus once. Now, it is a bit of a for nightmare. Your, for your shot. Yeah, I'll have a mad story for you now in a second as to why I had to go to the doctor. But uh, the doctor in Trinity, if you're on there, I think is it they open at eight and one for emergency things. You, for us, it was a nightmare because obviously our course was you had to be there if you wanted to pass. But for a lot of courses, you don't have to be there if you want to pass. So if you need to go to the doctor, you can just yeah. without even thinking about it um and it's free you don't have to pay for it so use that as much as you can because the amount of times I would just go home to go to the doctor because I had to be in class when the doctor was actually open and it would be an extra 50 quid nightmare so do that also there's a counseling service find out how to go find out like who do you have to ring where do you where is it if you want to do that because like you're never going to get that for free again in your life so no use the shit out of it um what else was oh yeah the buttery find out if you've like um, like a restaurant or a cafe or restaurants and cafes on campus because they are going to be discounted they're like student bars cheaper. like there's student always bars. a student bar on campus also, but also everywhere else in like... Ireland student bars are way cheaper yeah. than in Dublin so if you're going to college outside of Dublin really make use of that there's also even like SU rooms and stuff that like you can go Microwaves. and eat your lunch and meet someone or um just they also like leave free stuff there all the time be it like chargers or diaries or condoms too. or pot noodles anything you will find weird shit in all those rooms but also like if you're religious or anything there's like chaplaincies and everything on yeah. campus where people are really friendly if you're a gale goer there's always somewhere to go if you want to speak irish there's loads of things that if you're looking for something you'll find it also the, the chaplaincy i never actually went to it but i know a lot of people did where they do a free lunch on a tuesday i think was it tuesday something like that it was like soup I think you got like free soup and bread on a Tuesday. So like there's a free lunch, like find out where this shit is happening and write it down because I mean, I'm no Catholic bitch, but I would drink some soup. She drinks the soup. And if all I have to do to get some free soup is sit and talk to people who do pray, I'm absolutely fine with that. Yeah. Do you know? Um, I have one tip that's first year specific and I feel like, maybe I'm just like speaking from experience but everyone I know who also did something similar regretted it immediately just don't go into college and get into a relationship in first year (laughs) yeah don't get into one at all (laughs) like if you do get into a relationship in your first year in college it will become a funny story because you fully do not know exactly who you are when you rock up to college no matter how much personal development has gone through in your life you do change so you will end up with somebody who is entirely uncompatible with you. Yeah. And like, you'll just be like, how the hell did I, why did I do that? You're doing and college like, wrong if you're in a relationship yeah. in first year. Well, now, I also think like there are people who, who come from like 
a different place and they they want to keep up their relationship and sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't but jumping in and thinking that you've met someone who really understands you because they're not like people from home is the biggest yeah. mistake that loads of especially girls make like you're, you're women really will projecting probably on them like oh yeah. this is a person from a city or this is a person from elsewhere who like totally gets me because they're also in college like it sounds so bad yeah. but it was the bare minimum for me to find someone attractive in first year of college I would just be like wow you've met you've read more than one book this year oh my wow. god yeah I, I I feel like I don't know this sounds so bad if like any boys I went to school with listen but I just didn't go to school with a lot of men who were intelligent like not not like not saying <laughs> like men intellectual, are intelligent you know what like, I mean? yeah a lot of the smart people in my year were were women so when I went to college and there was actual like smart men around me, I was like, oh, that's kind of hot. And like, but that's then, so bare minimum. Like, oh yeah, yeah, they might have read a few books, but are they kind? Are they a decent person? No. <laughs> yeah, so usually hold no. people to a high account, like really do hold them to a high account. Because yeah. like you will meet people who, who you're like, wow, oh my God, these people are all so cool and so interesting, which they probably are. They yeah. they might just because they're different to what you're used to doesn't necessarily mean they're good. Yeah, you might find that the people you're used to are probably more attractive than the people you meet in college, and you're like, oh, it opens your eyes a little bit. Yeah, definitely. You, I also think a lot of people have this sort of an idea that they're going to go off to college and meet someone, and yeah. it's going to be a certain type of person, and it's going to be a certain type of relationship. Nah, man, like. Pfft. Love's just going to wallop you around the side of the head when you least expect it. So just oh don't God. plan I, for that. I was fully one of those people. I was like, oh, I'm going to fall in love with a city boy in college. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> and I was also, I was the opposite. I was like, I am going to get out of here and I'm going to like go on Erasmus and leave and find like, and like someone, someone from abroad who's really sexy. And <laughs> Thanks Trinity for making ever. Erasmus impossible for our course. Yeah. Well, I was just like, that didn't happen. And you came out of this with like the really like, like, oh, I don't know, like you will never, ever be able to predict your own love life. And putting that in on top of your college experience is something that you have to think about is something that you're probably going to do naturally anyways, but just don't stress about it. <laughs> just, you're not going to be a normal people. So stop projecting yeah and also you think you're going to have a, like I think a lot of people think they're going to have quite romantic encounters which you will <laughs> but they'll be really really weird like you also ter- terrible weird weird encounters all over the place because some of your life yeah you can romanticize it but some of your life oh, absolutely <laughs> it's all about balance we should <laughs> we've we've given you loads of tips we should we should tell a few stories to get people hyped like because I think people have got their they've got their results now isn't it like next week that they get their offers so like yeah we have a a fair few stories that could get you hyped for going to college I think we did a lot of trips with people and just me and Lisa are very good for just like just picking something that we've seen on Facebook and going to it yeah not knowing anyone (laughs) for example we went to um we found this trip on Facebook where it was like 50 was it 50 euro yeah to go to dingle for like three days with like your accommodation your your food your like everything like, like a bus tour of out, dingle bus um, tours everything was planned everything was planned and included like your full itinerary except, for 50 quid except it was except we knew the, nobody we, we knew nobody <laughs> it was with the history society who ended up being really lovely yeah but, uh, we didn't know anyone and 
it ended up being like the best crack ever. We were staying in like this big old gap in the back house of like Kerry. I'd never been to Kerry, so this was absolutely thrilling. They all ended up being absolute like legends. There was a really yeah. weird remark made by one of them to the guy who owned it about the fireplace. What was that? I always think of that. He said something really weird, but it came out really sexual. Yeah, it was some very, but like the, it was for for 50 euro. That was a very, very Men's. memorable weekend. It was, it was so, so fun. Then like we went to Portugal. So yes, our, always make time for a lad's holiday. Also that group chat ended up becoming like our main friendship group chat, which is very cute. Like, so I think I Shout started the Portugal shit. Because I was like, I never went on a six year holiday and I would I would love to go on one. Um, like I'd never been to, you know, like the, the usual places where there's like a party strip. And then I think I, don't, I can't remember who was first to get like involved. Was it like Jen or someone? And then eventually it became a group chat. And now that group chat is our main friend group chat, all because of this one holiday. So we went on a six year holiday after second year of college. No, it was Al- way later. Was it no, not it after? It was after second year show. No. In my head, that was after second year show. Oh, in my head, it was like. Uh, Maybe it was sure. after third year then. It was after third year. Yeah, because That's I it. remember we didn't live together because I rocked up to your house and I cracked a can on your doorstep for lads holiday and chugged it before we got on the bus to the airport. Wow. Decorum. Oh my God, bizarre. In my head, because I was just thinking, oh, because in the pictures, I was like, I look skinny. That must have been after we were starved for that show. <laughs> I must have been the time after we had all of those issues in our mental health because we we were all in college together and it was really stressful. Yeah, uh, no, it was definitely because it was just before yes, I left I to do my J one, and I had like a week at home then after, and then I left. So it's the end of third year. Yeah, so we, good. It was so. We fun. also we went while everybody else was doing their exams because by that stage of our degree, we were continuous assessment. That was so it, yeah. cheeky, but great. Yeah, I remember you you hadn't got but there were some people who did have exams wasn't there who were in like certain certain two subjects TSM sure it wasn't second year no at during second year you all went to Roscommon but no me that and was Tim, first year oh well then me and Tim had exams during that, that was, I remember I was, people who did drama and another subject all given out but maybe that was when we were camping and not when we were important. we also went camping this was a good one the end of first year Obviously, everyone knows each other fairly well, but not incredibly well. We all went on a camping trip to Roscommon, which was very fun because people people from the city just don't, they don't know how to camp. They think everything's EP, and then they go sit in the car and sleep in the car. <laughs> so funny! A bit of rain sleeping in the car. <laughs> you think you know people, huh? oh there's also like so this podcast wouldn't exist probably if we didn't live together. Yeah, that's mad. What the hell? Yeah, Lisa yeah. was my housemate in second year. We lived in a house in Ranla in an attic. It was very strange. Also, yes, yeah, so many people responded with really strange living situations. And it's so true. You will all, like, at least one year out of your college experience will be in a really shitty living situation. And that's really hard to hear because you're so used to, like, living at home with your little creature comforts. But it is so funny. It is yeah. worth it for the story afterwards in most cases we lived in an attic of this family home I mean family lives below us by the way and yeah we used to, to 
march up and use the front door we were all in shared rooms the kitchen was in in the roof space thing we didn't have an oven we didn't have a hob we did have a hob no we did have a hob just no oven or no microwave so (laughs) we had to bring our own how did i don't remember eating in the house what did we eat like um, I distinctly remember Kleena being like, I'm vegan. And then you'd always catch her eating ice cream and drinking milk. And I'm vegan like, for this vegan. afternoon. Um, we used to get a lot of takeaways. We did. Um, and we used to, we used we used to, to share spice bags a lot. Get like, two spice bags between the four of us and split them. Or some um, weeks if we were broke, one spice bag between the four of us. And was, if we were lucky, some curry sauce. It was an experience. And also, like, the house was such a bizarre shape. But because we were all, like, so up for the crack, it did become a bit of a, like, a session central. People, you'd, yeah. you'd have pre-drinks there and more people would turn up than you'd, you'd think. So there'd just be, like, people sitting on your stairs drinking. It was great. And an though. entire family living just beneath you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, living a lot of... I, I was just having a look there through my phone at the things people sent in. I think we've actually covered pretty much everything that people sent in so it's nice to know that we all had the same experience and we all lived the <laughs> one big life <laughs> yeah but also like everyone is different and your college experience is going to be totally different and you don't even have to go to college to experience all these weird things do you know what I mean it yeah. just happens that it's oh my kind God, of one of those handy ways literally if you are not going to college right but you have friends who are ask them to bring you along to college events because like some of my friends from home I used to like who went to different colleges or who didn't go to college I used to invite them to things all the time you were like, so good it was for like that. house parties or like balls and stuff and also as well it, it was great because they were actually really friendly because you had a really good idea of like who who in your friend group from home would get on with people and you just invite them like some of your friends from home are now friends of mine because you just invited them to, to a <laughs> session and yeah. I'm like the, it's weird that it worked out as well as it did because like lots of them are great legends yeah and like half of them didn't go to college at all like or maybe some of them are doing college now like a bit later and stuff but um yeah, yeah like if you have friends from home who aren't who aren't going to college and like just check in on them because like they they a lot of their friends might have been going off to college so they, they mightn't have anyone you know so check in also, on them and like invite them to things check in on people who are repeating if they are repeating I'm not sure if that's as big of a thing anymore because like obviously this year is totally different for the the results but people who repeat are not at all failures or they're not at all they're just holding themselves to a different like set of account do you know what I mean they're just and they're doing what they want to do but it's still hard to go back after the buzz of a year where you think that it's your last one yeah but like I don't know some of the people especially when I was in leaving cert who were doing repeats a couple of them ended up going to the same college as us and it was really nice because like I you got to feel that joy a bit too like yeah. being like oh my god yes get out of here run <laughs> run but for for loads of those people it is so worth it to go back and do that and for some people it won't be and you'll just pick something else and it might work out even better like um a friend of mine didn't get into the course she really wanted to but took a different course and because of that other course she then had a specialized view when she went forward into doing something else and now she's exactly where she wants to be but she has this like specialist knowledge on the on one thing and you're like that is and it took her the same length of time so I was like yes bestie slay 
Aww. love that for you do you have any uh, feed food I do actually um it's not a kind of a traditional feed food yeah. uh I know that we I mentioned last week that I was going to see Redemption of a Rogue in the cinema there oh, yeah. are so many films about Ireland coming out this next couple of weeks yeah. you're definitely going to find something that you're into um Redemption of a Rogue is absolutely hilarious oh my god yes such a good example of like dark comedy it is so funny it'd be really good like first date movie because it's just really weird um it, it basically follows this guy who returns home played by Aaron Monaghan to this like backyard of county cabin town cabin. and it's like a biblical sort of a tale where <laughs> he's like the prodigal son returning but <laughs> what the fuck uh, this isn't really a spoiler his dad passes away while he's in the room with him and then they're about to bury him when they learn that in the will he's not allowed to be buried while it's raining so (laughs) the second he died it started like a plague of rain and it's how this small community deal with it the like it is it's such a slick film yeah it's so it's such a ridiculous concept the performances are so like they're delivered so well the like set design and the whole like the way it's shot really works it's such a slick Irish film I think a lot of people think of Irish films and they think of like kind of hammy stuff yeah this is like like the way the characters look and move and stuff is even like a little bit Wes Anderson-y at times like real real unusual um I really loved it um I go back and see it again I'd recommend it to anyone it's really bizarre (laughs) um have you seen the trailer for Belfast uh (laughs) I didn't see it but I heard it it's I don't know it's very odd tone somebody said uh (laughs) so um Matt's from the north got a text going this is like our wild mountain time (laughs) It seems like that, yeah. Yeah, but there is other. And good Jamie stuff Jordan is in both of them. God, <laughs> lowest common denominator here. Like, what what happened? That poor man needs to just get in a good film already. Um, but there is um Wildfire is another film that's about the border and about the north that's coming out this week that looks really really good. There's so many good Irish films out right now, so like check out and see if your cinema's doing any, or like can you get them up on Volta or whatever because damn there is some good yeah Vol- out there. some people don't know about Volta Volta's great it's like Irish Netflix for films you have to which you can pay to like rent the films um so you can just like pay a fiver and rent some and it's class do you know, like the films that are a little bit hard to get if you just have an audience and you don't have like a fancy yeah. cinema nearby it's great for that kind of thing it's also really fun to watch Irish actors because you're like wow this is so you're like where is- do I know that fella from you look like us. It, it's also really funny watching a lot of them because a lot of Irish actors um, are stage actors too and like studying drama and stuff and seeing them on stage for ages. I was like watching Redemption of a Rogue. There were certain scenes where I was like, wow, Aaron Monaghan is doing like Shakespeare training on that monologue in his cabin accent. Like <laughs> the way that people move, it's just so interesting. But also like nobody can 100% get an Irish sense of humour the way an Irish person can. Yeah. But watching them try and translate it onto film is always so funny. And that's so true about stage. Like I always find when I watch like Irish you know, films or even TV shows, it just it really shows you like how good Irish actors are. The fact that they can do both and are good at both. Because sometimes I think, you know, when 
there's these like massive stars who like go and have like a stage show and it it just it's shit because they just yeah. they, they can't carry to stage like they're just so used to doing film stuff but like I think most Irish actors are brilliant at both like actors from here are brilliant like I just don't understand why they're not being cast and everything <laughs> I don't understand why We're, you can't cast an Irish woman a whole other, Though, um, um, a whole other kettle of fish there so we will leave we'll park that one that's a whole yeah argument. a lot of these uh, Irish films do have Irish women cast in them which is exciting Brilliant. Brilliant. as an Irish woman with an Irish vagina <laughs> my, my <laughs> um, feed food's totally different to yours okay hit me so I just like I couldn't think of any feed food this week because I didn't like follow or see anything different but then I was thinking like in relation to the college theme there are loads of meme accounts for every college. So once you start, yeah. you'll you'll probably see something. Someone from like the next year above you in your course will share something or you'll notice other people starting to follow it. And it'll be like a meme page. So like for Trinity, for us, for our year, I don't know if it's still going, but there was like a Facebook page called Trinity College, which was like all spelled wrong. And they just used to share like fake articles and like silly so memes. Good. And it was so funny. And like, you know, everyone would be sharing them in comments and stuff. And then when we, I think it was just after we left college, there ended up being Trinder, which was like, if people fancied someone they saw on campus, they would submit something anonymously to be like, oh, hey, the girl sitting on floor three of the library with the Shakespeare book, call me or something, you know? And it's just like very funny. Um, but there's always but like also- stuff like that for every college. Like dig out what your like local meme pages are and follow them. Yeah. And also if you're if you're hilarious and want to make your own, just go for it because like Start you've got nothing one, to yeah. lose. Um because people are always on the hunt for college specific memes. Also, half the time these pages are anonymous. Like I don't know who runs any of those things. So if you yeah. think, if you think you're funny but are a bit worried like what people would think of you if you were to start one of these silly pages, no one's gonna know. Yeah. Nobody has to know. <laughs> so just do it. Maybe I, I run those pages. On. Um, this is our last episode for um, like we have a couple of weeks off now, um, we do. which is so hilarious. Don't miss us too much, guys. We're very busy. We're going to be um watching the glow up because Ali's housemate is in it. Yes, we're going to be watching um the big deal because we're in it. we're we're in the audience and it was so entertaining <laughs> that I am. So I actually cried. We must. Uh, we'll post I about them as they that, actually, come out because I think it's going to be how they're going to edit it. It's going to be really interesting because, like, obviously we were watching from the audience, so we saw the stops and starts and stuff. But I think how it's going to be edited is going to be like proper fun. Yeah. Also, Jedward are involved, so like, obviously, get in, <laughs> get him, get him, Jedward. Um, but. Yeah, there's going to be lots of stuff. We're going to be seeing lots of plays with the new government announcement now allowing us to see more things because there's more tickets. Yes. So this is a great time if you are like thinking of like live events and stuff and you want to go see something. Um, there's obviously Fringe Festivals on, Dublin Theatre Festivals on, but they also have shows that are still online so they're accessible for people who aren't in Ireland. Yeah, guys, there's going to be like so much more tickets coming out in the next week or so for like anything that already exists as well because of capacities. So like, yeah, if there's anything you've been wanting to go to, whether it's a gig or a play or whatever, go on the website in the coming days. Just keep checking up on it. I'm sure there'll be announcements made, but like just check on the websites yourselves 
because I know there's a couple of things I want tickets for and I'm hoping capacity's changed. So I'm just keeping an eye on it, but definitely, yeah, keep keep a lookout. So yeah, it's going to be a very exciting month. Hopefully we'll come back with like loads of mad shit to tell you all. Um, yeah, we, for now we uh, are girl bossing too close to the sun. We're actually girl bossing too close to the sun. Like, I, I, I know it's kind of funny to say, but like actually hurry up and make us famous because we'd be so good at being famous because I would love to just do this full time. Oh my God, if, if we could do this full time, imagine the, the stuff we could do. The production value. Yeah, we'd be able um, to get savage guests. We'd be able to like take the time to actually make content content, you know. Um, I'm going to go Someday. and have like, we're, we're going to do a little kind of, I suppose, a bit of a spooky October vibe. So we're going to start doing our research good and early because now we have a bit of time. I think I'm going to read some some slightly spooky books. Oh, yeah. Look at me go. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But I'm actually so buzzing to come back already, even though I know we're just like taking a break because we're um, overworked. Before we go. Just one last plea. I need a green card. I need someone to marry me before October because I need to get into America. Or someone to hire me before October because I need to get into America. I just need to be there on the 30th of October. So if anyone can make that happen, this is my one last plea on Chatchit podcast. I'm making this plea on every media that I can. Um, we only you have to be married for the us, week. Follow us and DM us on social media if you find a husband or wife for Ali Whelan. Thank um, you. I'll, we'll leave the details down below we will keep our um our social medias ticking over while we're on the break especially the instagram because we just seem to like fucking around with you on that um but yes please do share the episode if you liked it especially if you know somebody who's going to college be it in first year or just going to college in person for the first time send it their way they're gonna love us we can be part of their commute Yes. Oh my God, this would be so fun for like their first commute. Yeah, Baba's first commute. <laughs> we're just like, don't commute. get a boyfriend. Don't buy books. Get the free food. <laughs> Go to the shop and see a drink this soon. You so too slag. Oh, light up slag. See you soon.